It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. January 8th, 2024. We're a week into the new year. How's your New Year's resolutions going? Well, we already know you failed three days in for dry January. Right. Yeah. I failed again this weekend. Yep. So it's not going to be a dry January. No. Maybe a dry February. Nope. That's yeah. not going to happen. Let's do February. Valentine's Day is February. You're going to buy a couple beers. You're going to buy a bottle of wine for Natalie. It's not going to be a dry February. Uh, okay. Yeah. You're right. Maybe I'll do uh, March. Okay. Yeah. yeah Let's but, do March. Yeah, is there nothing in March? You got March break. St. Patrick's oh, Day. There's Same. always a holiday that ruins it. And then Easter, <laughs> you got to drink the blood of Christ. That's oh, in April. Yeah. May's yeah. Victoria Day. June is the start of summer. July is the continuation of summer. August, also the same as July. It never ends. The cycle never ends. You just keep getting drunker and fatter and uglier and older. <laughs> it's, it's a stark reminder of when you travel anywhere in your vehicle this morning, in a bus, in a plane. Things can happen. Sometimes they're out of your control. And Friday night, there was an Alaskan Airlines flight flying over Oregon on the west coast of the United States. And a piece of the fuselage, so the fuselage is just where you're sitting in the plane, a piece of that broke out of the side. And there was a gaping hole in the plane, had to make an emergency landing. Terrifying. Great news as nobody was hurt. Nobody was sitting there. Yeah. Thank goodness. They the seats been, were empty. They would have been sucked out of the plane. There was actually a kid's clothes got sucked off his body. How? The the vacuum. Was the kid wearing a robe? I don't know what they were wearing, but think of the trauma of that child. Not only having their clothes sucked off, but there's a hole in the plane. What are you remembering more? The shame of being naked or almost dying from a hole in a plane? The nudity. You think you, you don't care about the plane when you're a kid, but you care that you, the clothes were sucked off, yeah? But you're a particularly <laughs> shameful person. Yeah. <laughs> so the nudity would bother you a little more. It's true. Oh, man. what Are you suing? Are you suing? Are you, fi- are you talking to a lawyer after that? Hell yeah. All that mental trauma? Yeah. That's going on? I don't know. Maybe they'll be well compensated for their trouble. Maybe for the rest of their lives, they get the complimentary headphones so they can watch the in-flight showing of Pitch Perfect 2. Is Mm -hmm. that enough compensation? No. No? Not enough. Well, that's what you get. Matt's feeling good about this year for whatever reason. Well, I like to go at it where I expect the worst. That way, if something nice happens, it's like, oh, bonus. Cautious optimism. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to go. I like that. Yeah, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like disaster planners, those people who plan for tornadoes and stuff. Right. There is a poll done among Canadians, and you hear about these polls, and you're like, why didn't they call me? Or anybody I know, who are they talking to? But we're telling you, so you can't unhear this. 44% of Canadians optimistic about 2024. 40% think it's going to be average or worse. So the majority of people optimistic about 2024. That's good. Well, you know, we're past the pandemic now, and things could get better now, finally. Finally. And just remember, the year has just started, so you have 12 whole months to disappoint your family. When was the last time, honestly, you mailed a letter? Like a you wrote a letter, licked the envelope. <laughs> yes, I had to make the sound. It sounded like you were eating the envelope. 
Yeah, we've lost everybody. Uh, my now wife, we used to write letters to each other. Was that the last time? It was too awkward to make a phone call in my house with all the kids, everyone teasing me. So I would write letters to her. Dearest Natalie, war is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of wars, uh, I, was this letter written around the time of the Second World War? 1943, there was a letter found at a mail place in Illinois they finally got it to a relative. This is 80 years late. They found a living relative of the people who should have received the letter. And it turns out it's kind of a sad letter. Someone offering their condolences because their daughter had died. Oh, this story took a <laughs> bad turn. No, but the reason I bring it up, it's because us dealing with death now, it, it seems a lot more shallow. We just... Offer our condolences on Facebook, don't we? Someone will say so-and-so passed away, post a link to the obituary, and then people just say my condolences. Or just condolences. Condolences is just pretty lazy now. And then you hope to God that you don't accidentally hit the like button or the smiley face emoji. (laughs) You know, it's that easy. But it's too easy. It's not as heartfelt, maybe. Nobody's stopping you from writing a letter. Canada Post still exists. Yeah. Yeah, there's an office in almost every town. All right. So you can write a letter saying uh, condolences, and then you can write the smiley face on the letter if the person who died was a douche. Matt and I aren't what you would call uh, skilled in anything. If you've heard this radio show, you can confirm that's true. Not like Emma Basserman and Zoe McLensick, Ireland, They're two teenagers from Montreal, and they were in Barbados. They're trying out for the Olympic surf team in Barbados right now, which is kind of cool. Okay, so they know how to swim. They know how to swim. They know how to surf. And they were on the beach at the right time because there's a couple seniors who were struggling in the water, not necessarily drowning, but they were having a hard time getting out of the water. The riptide was keeping them out in the water. So these two girls... Saw the struggle going on, took their surfboards out, managed to rescue these two seniors. What are the chances? Very cool. You have some Olympic surfboarders out there to save you when there's no lifeguards around. Wow. Have you ever had that happen where your skills were needed and you step up? I don't think I've ever had that feeling. Nobody's ever needed an expert in sadness, so no. So you always hear about new words being added to the dictionary, but there's a university down in Michigan. They put out this this list of words that are long lost and should make a comeback because they're good words. You're going to run down five words on the list. You're going to see if I know what they are. Okay. Blatherskite is a word we need to bring back. That's not a real word. Blatherskite. No, that's one of those words that's technically a word, but it died centuries ago. Blatherskite. I feel, I, I think I remember what that is. That is, that's a farm instrument that was used in the same way. Like a, a scythe is used for hay, Uh, This was used for corn. No, uh, this word describes what you just did. A person who talks at great length without making much sense. Okay. A blatherskite. What a blatherskite. Okay. Kerglaf. Oh, goodness. These aren't real words. They're real words. A kerglaf is uh, that uh, when you start to get a melanoma, on your shoulder, but it doesn't become malignant. It just, it stays benign. Yeah, you better get that laugh looked after. Yeah. No, it's that shock when you go into cold water. I was looking for this word on Christmas Day when I did that polar dip. Isn't that just called shock? No, you say like, oh, I'm feeling the laugh now. Nobody's saying that. And, and I think people just use shock now, so that's why this word was retired. The last time somebody used that word, people were dying of consumption. 
true enough. Like a dollop of whipped cream? Is that like a... Yeah. Like a a fat spoonful and then you dollop it on your big potato? We still use that one. Yeah, you know that one. It's a shapeless mass or blob of something. What do you mean bring that back? We we still use that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Pocky. Last one. Spell it for me. P-A-W-K-Y. Pocky? Oh, they're such a pocky person. Yeah, they have such a pocky personality. You mean they have a crap personality? Yeah, they have yeah. A, a mocking or cynical sense of humor. Okay. Like yourself. Uh, You're very sure. cocky. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, mean I'm, I'm a, you mean I'm an a-hole. True. Is that an, is that an old-timey way it's, of saying it? He's a real a-hole, see? What a pocky. He's not the cat's pajamas. He's three sheets to the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back these words. Or don't. Maybe a good day to snuggle up to somebody you love, warm up next to somebody you love, and if you don't have somebody you love, maybe you find a website where you can pay for the services where somebody will act like they love you. Well, there's this escort out of Kingston, and the military there's upset. The Canadian Forces base in Kingston. They're upset because this escort, she advertises herself by wearing military gear, which is disrespectful and against the law. She could be charged for this. You're not allowed to wear military uniform if you're not in the military. She offers a 25% discount for military personnel. This is her thing. This is her this is who she advertises to. And so the base sent out a big memo to all the the guys and the girls perhaps too and said oh, stop using this woman's services because she's breaking the law. And guess what? She got 10,000 views that day. <laughs> <laughs> business business is booming. This is parenting 101. You don't say don't do something because that just makes everyone want to do it. Yeah, the way to defuse this situation as a parent, from what I understand, say your kid is dressing up as a goth and they got a mohawk. You, as a parent, have to dress up as a goth and wear a mohawk. And then it makes the goth mohawk uncool. Right. And then your kids won't want to do it anymore. So these higher-up military personnel... They need to use the services in order to make it uncool so no one else uses the services. Yeah, they got to go to the prostitute to make it uncool for everybody else because that's how it works. Take one for the team. And here's a cool thing that came out of the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. So it's a lot of companies unveiling some new tech. There's this one company. Let me find the name here. It's uh, Gyro something. Gyro Gear. Mm. They invented this glove that's for people who have hand tremors. Typically, uh, Parkinson's patients. Right. Not able to play video games. I don't know if that's a main concern of a lot of Parkinson's patients, but they brought this woman in. They put this glove on her. She had bad hand tremors. She was able to hold a video game controller and play video games, something she couldn't do before. Cool. It's making video games more accessible for people. But I could see this even, uh, I sometimes worry about it because Parkinson's is in my family. And I always think, what if I couldn't play piano? Someday. One of my favorite things to do is play guitar, too. Yeah. yeah, and this hand could work for that, too, probably. Yeah, yeah, That's a great invention. It's totally cool. It, and it's great, but I hope it has the added function of letting those with disabilities also throw the controller across the room when a 10-year-old beats them at Super Smash Brothers. I hope it has that function. Well, some of you might be heading to Clinton right now. To get your G2 license. Maybe you got your G2 license test today. Congratulations. Hopefully you pass. Not congratulations yet. Wait until you pass. Yeah, don't celebrate too soon. Like this guy from Brampton. He drove to Orangeville to do his test to get his G2. He got it. He was so excited. He figured, well, I'm heading home now. I'm going to crack open a beer. 
while I drive home to Brampton. <laughs> Crack <laughs> open a cold one behind the wheel. Stupid. Nothing like a Miller High Life on the road. Oh, yeah. It, and it gets worse. He starts swerving in and out of cars. He's going 50K over the limit. He has his G2 for 20 minutes, and the police pull him over and take away his G2. Yeah, oh Naturally, because he's drinking and he's speeding. Oh, boy. Stupid. Oh, boy. You wait till you get home to Brampton to celebrate. Yeah. And if you're taking your test, you got to wait till three hours beforehand to even start learning how to drive, like our own Mad Hussy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said you never really started driving for your G2 test until a couple hours before? Yeah, it used to be pretty easy when I was young. You just go down a couple roads. And then, and then they, yeah, here's your license. I learned how to drive the. <laughs> you could smoke the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. I think the person was smoking beside me for real doing the test. Oh yeah, everyone smoked everywhere. Yeah, everyone smoked. Yeah, I learned how to drive that morning. Your, your I, sister. I go to my sister you. like I have my license test today. Can you teach me to drive this morning? <laughs> I left it to the last minute, as I do with a lot of things. To her credit, though, you passed. I passed. She taught you good. Yeah, she taught me good. Do you remember what she taught you? Red means stop. The parallel parking and all, all the basic things that are on the test. There you go. How to stay on the road, things and, like that. And you're, you still have your license. You're still a valid driver decades and decades later, proving that our system is broken. If you have an iPhone like our own Matt Hussey does, and you've had an iPhone since before December of 2017, you might be entitled to some cash, and here's why. A lawsuit's getting settled by Apple. They're willing to pay 11 million bucks in this class action lawsuit because they kind of admitted that, yeah, for a bunch of years, we were slowing down your phone to save your battery life, not to make you buy the newest, fastest phone. No, no, we're Apple. You can trust us. We're named after a fruit in the Bible. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be a website you can sign up for fairly soon that will give you a little bit of money if you had a, an iPhone before December of 2017. Wait, didn't God say to avoid that fruit? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Is this like real money or are they paying us in iTunes cards? I think it'll be real money. Oh, okay. Real good. cash money. Because but, all the scammers love those iTunes cards. And our own Matt Hussey, as I mentioned, owns an iPhone. Which is why I feel bad, because isn't he slow enough? Huron County, no stranger to snow. Edmonton, Alberta, also no stranger to snow. Or are they? Well, when you get that first real dumping, people forget how to drive. And on Tuesday, Edmonton got a dumping, as Matt Hussey would say. And police over in Edmonton saying the big dumping, it caused several hundred crashes that day. And this is just Matt and I saying, hey, Huron County, we're getting some snow. It's going to be getting colder now. And just remember what the OPP say, when there's snow, go slow. Maybe they need more rhymes out there. Like, when the weather's cruel, don't drive like a fool. When there's a flurry, don't drive in a hurry. If there's a storm, stay home. That one's so urban. If the road goes sloosh, don't drive like a douche. You'll only get stuck if you drive like a... Hey! I was going to say schmuck. Yeah, you yeah, were. Yeah, I was. It's always too bad when people stop using really good words. Or really bad words. Some of these words sound horrible. Oh, but they're amazing words. I I'm going to give you some words that are on this list a university puts out saying, hey, we need to bring these words back. 
See if you know what they mean. Universities don't get to tell us what words to bring back. They're not normal people. People who read all day and then tell other people about what they read, that's not real. Well, these are good words. Let's see if you know what these mean. Twinkle. Twinkle. Uh, that's, uh, I believe that's in the LGBTQ community. There's like uh, twinks and otters. Uh, a twinkle is the ankle of a twink. Uh, good guess. No, it's to twang on a musical instrument. Oh, okay. It's like you're plucking away on a guitar. You're twinkling. Okay. It's a nice, good word. I, I use noodling. Noodling. When I'm playing on my bass, I'll play, I say I'm noodling. Twinkle. Better okay. word. No, no, I like noodle. What's a thunderplump? Thunderplump. That you know was my that nickname is? in high school. <laughs> hey, Thunderplump. Hey, there goes old Thunderplump. <laughs> it's a heavy fall of rain during a thunderstorm. When it gets really heavy, that's the Thunderplump. That's a good word. Hold on. It sounds like hold that's on, what that on. would be. Say, say it one more time. Thunderplump. No, what? say the definition one more time. It's when a heavy fall of rain during a thunderstorm. Okay. A Thunderplump? Okay. Thunderplump. All right. That's a great word. Uh, raw gabbit. This describes you. Raw gabbit. Spell it. R A W gabbit. G A B B I T. Like raw, rabbit. Raw gabbit. Raw gabbit. Oh God, that sounds like a disease from the twenties. <laughs> no, close. Oh, he's he's. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Mister uh, and Missus Hussey. Uh, your son has died of raw, raw gabbit. gabbit. <laughs> he ate a raw rabbit. A person who speaks confidently but ignorantly. Oh yeah, a dummy. Pedifogger. Oh, geez. Anything with pedo at the beginning is rough. No, pete. Oh, pete. Petifogger. Yeah. Petifogger. Petifogger. Yeah, you got to emphasize that T, buddy. <laughs> we don't want to get our license pulled. Petifogger. Um, oh, God. Somebody who doesn't like the way the word starts and thinks it's problematic for the radio. No? No, it, it's someone who practices law, but they're not very good at it. Okay. Oh, don't go to that office. I hear he's a pedophogger. Nobody says that. Yeah. And these are all terrible words, and we've <laughs> all learned nothing. If you want to get a custom license plate, you can go to Service Ontario, drop a few hundred bucks. They'll print pretty much whatever you want within reason. But if you try to do anything with any kind of swearing, even inferred swearing or anything political, if you tried to do like an F. Trudeau license plate, they're not going to do that for you. Yeah, someone tried to do a Ford LOL. License plate that got rejected. <laughs> We're looking at the rejected <laughs> license plates here in Ontario in 2023. Some of the ones uh, swearing related, there's zero zero FKS given. Right. Facts given. Or I'm dot L8 AF. I'm late AF. Yeah. And the F implies a swear word there. Stu Pitt. Got rejected. What's that show for? Stupid? Stuart Pitt. Yeah, stupid, I think. Oh, well, what if his name was Stu Pitt? Uh, They don't care. They don't care about that. Uh, Anything drug-related? Grass Boy got rejected. The (laughs) license plate, Grass Boy. Guinness got rejected because it's a type of alcohol. I'm thinking your name would fall under this. They probably wouldn't let you do fatty. Same with Hussy, though, because Hussy is what they used to call uh, prostitutes way, way back. Yeah, you can't have any sexual messages. On your plate. So I couldn't get my last name either. I couldn't get my first name. Oh, it's so sad. This isn't even fair. (laughs) To be fair, both our names are stupid. Evidently, kangaroos are slippery. They can get away pretty easy. There was a story last month out of Oshawa. They were uh, giving the kangaroos a break 
on the side of the road and one got away. This story happened out of is the Lake Erie shoreline, a town called Morpeth in Chatham-Kent area. Kangaroo got away again. <laughs> it's like kangaroo populations. Number one, Australia. Number two, Ontario. Southwestern Ontario. It seems like. <laughs> it got away for, I think, a day or two, and they were able to wrangle this thing. There was a weird report. You sent this to me yesterday. Somebody reported seeing it in Lambton County, uh, not far from Forest, but apparently that was a false report. Yeah, and I was thinking, how is this kangaroo already over there? So this might have gone around social media. The kangaroo was not in Lambton County. It was only in Chatham-Kent, a little bit south. Probably just some drunk person in Grand Bend. <laughs> reported that maybe maybe we don't know we can't confirm that but certainly possible cool that these kangaroos were able to survive a couple days in the canadian wilderness because these are from australia where it's burning hot all the time no kidding so good for these kangaroos one of our deer if we were to put a deer in the australian outback do you think it would survive Maybe not. I don't know if it might it be too hot for it. It might be too hot or it might be killed by Australia's most dangerous animal, Australians. Australians. It's getting hella hot. We were just looking back. And I was recalling the summer of 2023. You said you don't remember being that hot. We had a couple 30 degree days here and there in June, July. August was a little cooler. But altogether in 2023, the European Union says it was the hottest year globally on record Ever. It, the previous record was 2016. We beat that. 2023 was the hottest year ever that we've recorded. Yeah, probably December brought it all up. That was a warm month. December was pretty warm as well. And this is why it's kind of maybe good to get into shape now. You want that beach body sooner than June. Right. Because soon April and May could be beach body weather. I went swimming on Christmas Day. You did. You went to Lake Huron. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> it, was, it was great. Maybe you want some fat when you jump to Lake Huron in December. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But maybe you get into shape earlier. You can have your shirt off in all sorts of places except in Huron County Courthouse where they're super uptight for some reason. I asked Matt if teenagers still use Facebook because all I really see using Facebook is Older people, nothing wrong with that, just saying. But Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, they're uh, pushing some rules for accounts for people 17 and under. So if you're under 18, uh, you will no longer see posts about suicide, self-harm, and eating disorders. They're going to be blocking that so that teenagers aren't seeing that stuff. Why is that even on Facebook? Facebook used to be cats, puppies, Babies. There are other websites for that. Go to Instagram. I'm just saying, there used to be nice things on Facebook. Oh, you sound like an old person complaining about stuff Back on Facebook. Back in my day, Facebook was positive. All right. Can we just take the good news for what it is? Teenagers <laughs> don't have to see That's this good. nonsense anymore. So suicide, self-harm, eating disorders, not going to be on the feed for uh, people 17 and under on Facebook anymore. But racist memes, still okay. We've all kind of stolen something from work, right? Sometimes it's just innocuous. I print a lot of things that are not work-related here at the office. Oh, is that where all the printer ink goes? All of it. That's why I'm always ordering it. Yes. And the company pays for the ink. Oh, it's a shame. Never stolen part of a body. Not that we have many bodies here. People argue that Matt Hussey is barely alive. This happened over in Victoria, British Columbia. <laughs> so here's what happened. There was a cougar that was getting close to public areas, threatening people. So the police... They shot the thing. It was a threat, and that's what they do there. I guess they brought the cougar body back to, like, a city depot, and there was a city worker 
who cut the head off the cougar. The cougar was dead, so the cougar didn't suffer in this instance. But they cut the head off, and I don't know if they took it home or what, but they've now been fired for cutting the head off the dead cougar. Well, yeah. What what did they think? No one's going to notice a headless cougar? Maybe they thought it's dead already. What's the harm? (laughs) The real crime here is, you know, when something shows up at the workplace, you always got to ask around. Sometimes people bring us donuts. Yeah, people bring cake. Yeah, and I'll always ask, hey, Fatty, do you want the last piece of cake? Have you had a piece? Yeah. Yeah, maybe somebody else wanted the head. Maybe they could have split it. So you're saying the crime here was not asking anybody else at Victoria City Hall, hey, do you want that cougar's head? Does anyone else want the cougar head? If not, I'm taking it. No, what? No. No, why are you arresting me, officer? I'm more of a leg guy. I'll take a, the tail. I'm more of an ass man. <laughs> but what do you do with the head anyways? Yeah, what is he doing with this thing? You can put it up on your mantle, I guess. I would think you'd want to stuff the whole thing and put it outside your home to ward off intruders next to your statue of Bill Cosby. Weird story out of Peterborough. So here's the long and short of it. Somebody comes into the store to rob the store with a baseball bat. They assault the clerk. Clerk manages to wrestle the bat from the robber. Robber runs, and the clerk chases the robber outside and proceeds to beat the person (laughs) with the baseball bat. (laughs) And now the clerk is being charged with assault. Yeah, you can't do that, I guess. Now, let's be clear. The robber is also facing several charges. Uh, Robbery, assault with a weapon, possession of a weapon as well. But assault charge laid against the clerk as well. And the argument here is the person was running. They were chasing somebody who was running. They weren't a threat at that point. So you chased them down. But I think we're all having a hard time feeling bad for the robber. Kind of feel bad for this guy. He was upset. And who knows? Maybe this thief would have come back maybe but uh, you can't assault somebody based on speculation and no. you can't assault them if they're not a threat to you no matter how stupid their toque looks indoors at a radio station matthew it's still kind of in the realm where your new year's resolutions are still possible to salvage our own mad hussy trying to get healthy yesterday meaning well went to the gym yeah went, tell me what happened matthew well, it was the first time back to the gym in about a year because i had an injury and I was working out, thought I was okay, and th- things felt okay at the time. I wake up this morning, and I can't move my arm. <laughs> I had trouble putting on his headphones. It was the status sight. I can't lift my headphones onto my head. Tough work, man. Oh, it's tough work. Oh, yeah. I was making fun of Matt this morning because it's here on county. There's farmers out there wrestling cattle. There's people swinging a hammer, working a wrench. Doing real jobs. And Matt's like, I can't put my headphones on. I can't. Press the button on the mixer and turn up the mix. I can't hear the music right now. (laughs) (laughs) These scams are getting out of hand now. You hear those scams of people message someone on Facebook and saying, like, I'm Sylvester Stallone and I'm stuck at the border. Is that your impression of Sylvester Stallone? (laughs) That's a bad impression. You have a good impression. Yeah, I'm Sylvester Stallone. I'm stuck at the border and I need money. Yeah, wire me Uh, money. I'm Sylvester Stallone. And there's a new one that, I don't know what they were asking for, but you said it's called the kill your husband scam? Well, I called it that because this is what happened here. This woman out of Massachusetts, her name's Roxanne, and she tried to kill her husband. She gave him some soup. Next thing you know, she called 911 saying, my husband's dying. He had some bad soup. Hold on. I'm getting there. 
was the soup poisoned? Okay, I'm getting there. You're so, not getting there fast so, enough. So then the daughter was a little suspicious because I guess her mom's maybe a little nutty. And she looked on her phone and apparently there was this message chain on the phone where she was talking to an alleged soap opera star who, who said, you got to get rid of your husband because I need you so much. I want to come over to the house and sleep with you, basically. And then she responded saying, I'm making an amazing soup, special potion. Maybe I could collect life insurance. This guy was asking her to kill her spouse. Well, so he was just trying to sleep with the mom or well, he was get probably, the life insurance yeah, money? Yeah, probably after the money. Okay. The kill your husband scam. <laughs> I, f- I feel like this kind of scam isn't going to last long because millennials don't have money. It's <laughs> life insurance. I would love to see Trish try to poison me. What's she going to get a 40-inch TV and a GoPro out of it? Good luck, lady. Natalie can't kill you. No, I got nothing. You got three beers in the fridge and tennis elbow. A couple ripped T-shirts. Yeah. Now, if you ever want to talk about cars, do not call Matt Hussey or me. I drive an old Civic, and you have a 2014 Grand Caravan? I think it's 13. 2013 Grand Caravan. So if you want to know about new cars, maybe just hit the web, because Mercedes, they're at the Consumer Electronics Show right now in Las Vegas. They unveiled some cool stuff for their upcoming vehicles. AI, artificial intelligence, in the new Mercedes-Benz vehicles. You don't say. It's a smart car, and it learns things about you. Yeah, it'll... Decide what music you want to listen to, what videos your kids might want to watch in the backseat, or your adults. Adults can watch videos, too. It'll also have some self-driving features. So this car knows I'm turning off Baby Shark. Learn not to play that next time we're in the car. Sure, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, this interest you at all? Not really. No, right? I like to find out the hard way. My engine is grinding. Well, you, you had uh, you had an issue this week that, like, your your car is kind of smart already. Yeah. Well, it tells me I need an oil change. Yeah, the little thing came up that said oil change. Yeah. Yeah. Just on the display, the thing lights up. That's about as smart as it is. Yeah, it's like AI for poor people. Get these warnings every once in a while. They go out countrywide from Parks Canada, but I think they only apply to area... Where there are moose. Yeah, you don't have to go far from here to see moose. And what they're saying is, stop letting the moose lick your vehicles. Explain yourself. So what's happening is vehicles get salt on them because winter we put salt on the roads and then people see a moose near a road and then they'll stop to look at the moose and then the moose looks at that vehicle and thinks, wow, that's a big giant salt popsicle. And so they go up to the vehicle and just start licking it. <laughs> and so Parks Canada is saying, well, this isn't good. Don't stop because if the moose get used to licking vehicles, they're going to congregate close to roads and then you'll either hit them or the moose will get hit and they'll die. I understand that human safety is an issue here, but our economy is also kind of at issue here because we produce a lot of road salt at the Goddard Salt Mine, at the Compass Mineral Salt Mine. Yeah, what does our government have against our local workers? Yeah, and local moose consuming the salt as well. That is good Goddard salt, okay? Yeah. So m- maybe you stop for more moose now and you let them lick your car even more. And then when they become comfortable with the road and you hit one and inevitably die because that's what will happen with your dying breath, you can say, thank you, salt miners. This ended real dark. Funnier in my head. It was dark. Something Matt and I talk about quite a bit is how whenever we see uh, elementary school kids, high school kids, they always got a reusable water bottle with them. Do you remember ever drinking water growing up? No, we just 
dehydrated ourselves. I you think. get some orange juice sometimes, maybe some milk, but it's rare you drank water. Now these kids have the best cups to drink water out of. <laughs> or you go down to the water fountain at your school, just like gurgling out. You'd have to like suck it up. Mouth right against the steel. Why, why was there never pressure on those things? <laughs> I don't know. There never was, like, Give though. me some water pressure. Or there was way too much pressure and the stream was way too high and it went out of the fountain. And the kids would think you peed your pants. This is a long-winded way oh. of saying... Some plastic bottles suck. If you drink water out of those plastic bottles, you go buy the 12-pack from the grocery store. There's a new report out, and it says that there are microplastics in that water that are so small, so tiny, that they can invade the cells in your body. You can't wow. even look at them under a microscope. Amazing. And they're saying, do what a lot of the kids are doing now. Amazing. You do might be more plastic than man at this point. They're saying, do what the kids are doing now. If you can get a glass or stainless steel Water container, drink out of that. So that's a thing you can do now. Love my Yeti. You got your Yeti, I got my Yeti, but I got a plastic Rubbermaid here. That's what I drink water out of. But hell no, dude. I don't want plastics in my body. Only things allowed to enter me are food and water and my doctor and Trish the Dish on her birthday. You're no stranger to working with insurance companies. You lived in Godrich during the tornado in 2011. Yeah, and uh, we actually had one bad one at first. You had a bad oh, insurance company as opposed the, to the good insurance we're, companies? We're going through the most traumatic experience of our life, and <laughs> this guy shows up, and he's like, well, I'm pretty sure your house looked like that before. It's like, yeah. no, it didn't. <laughs> there was a tornado. Look, look around you. It's a war zone. Uh, we bring this up because 2023 was an expensive year for insurance companies, but not the most expensive year, despite all the wildfires we had last year burning everything down. Yeah, it just seemed like Canada was on fire. Dude, England uh, was smoky because of Canadian wildfires. Yeah, our sunsets were weird too this summer here in Godrich. A little weird. Uh, insurance companies have chimed in. Apparently, it was the fourth most expensive year for insurance companies because of wildfires. We had some bad storms. I wanted to look into what was the most expensive year, 2016. That was when Fort McMurray, a lot of that town in Alberta, burned down because the wildfires also had a lot of bad wildfires across the country that year. Kind of bums me out because I had a bunch of water damage at my house. And I had to contact my insurance company. So I have a bitter taste in my mouth because my insurance company said my policy doesn't cover dressing up as a sexy fireman and using the hose indoors. No? Well, I'm sorry, but I think firefighters are heroes, unlike you. Matthew, apparently there's an old man who won some money on 649 and tried to trick his wife. What happened? Oh, hilarious, fatty. His name's Ed, and his wife's name's Debbie. And he won $81,000 on the lotto 649, but he thought he would trick his wife. So what he did was he wrote 81000 on a piece of paper, went home to announce that he won. Meanwhile, he had his thumb on the eight and said, honey, we've won this amount. And then she said, $1,000. And she was so excited about the $1,000. Then he removed his thumb and it said $81,000. And then did he say, I got your nose? Yeah. Yeah. And then he pretended to pull his thumb apart, you know. <laughs> Old man humor. It always involves the hands, doesn't it? <laughs> Before you worked here, you were at a grocery store and you said uh, part of your responsibilities were sweeping and you said old dudes loved making the same joke. Yeah, I was always afraid to sweep because there was always some older guy that came in and they'd every time, every single time, I kid you not, don't let your wife see it doing that. 
was like, oh my God. Yes, a- because be, if you didn't know, because sweeping is women's work, yeah, right? right. So don't let your wife, a woman, see you, a man, doing women's work. It's embarrassing for you, a man. But the older ladies were kind of playing along with the joke, too, because they would say, uh, do you want to come to my house after? <laughs> and the fact that it was a joke means that uh, men don't really sweep, do they? Yeah, men don't take care of household chores. Only at work, right? Nor do they child rear. Don't have oh, emotions. God. Terrible. It's a different world than when Matt and I grew up going to school. I had a flip phone, so you couldn't really send pictures or go on Snapchat Smartphones now, they can be a bit of a distraction. They've been banned in Quebec schools. They're kind of banned in Ontario schools, but not really. The leader of the BC United Party, his name's uh, Kevin Falcon, I believe, and he says he wants to ban cell phones altogether in schools in British Columbia. And he says, and I quote, focus on learning and listening as opposed to spending time on their screen. Well, yeah, they're worried about kids getting too much screen time. Dude, me and you are on the computer all day long. We're looking at a screen all day. Everyone's looking at a screen all day. Shouldn't we be preparing kids to look at more screens? Yes. Yes. They should have more screen time (laughs) (laughs) on top of the smart board that the teachers are using and the computer lab screen and the TV screen when the teacher puts on a movie. More screen time. Don't forget the school-provided iPads. There you go. And the Chromebooks. Don't forget those, Yeah, As many screens as possible. It's the future. Do you, Matt Hussey, think that the economy is going to get better or worse or stay the same this year? I love talking about the economy. Let's make the economy glass half full. That's not how the economy works. Uh, It's not half uh, empty or half full. Is there any water in it at all? And can I drink the water? Has somebody peed in the water? That's the economy. There's a survey done. Uh, Only 15% of Canadians think the economy is going to get better. Only 15%. 52% say no. It'll probably get worse this year. Yeah. That's just talking to normal people. That's talking to not economic experts. Well, I just said that because I didn't want our listeners to... To feel bad? Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm probably on the majority (laughs) side here, really. (laughs) Because it doesn't seem to be getting any better. So you're lying to people so they think you're nice (laughs) about the economy? I I don't want to discourage people. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, it might be a tough economy, but you know what doesn't cost anything, Matthew? Kindness. Yes. Kindness doesn't cost anything, right? Absolutely. So next time you feel like being rude, just take a deep breath. You say, no, officer, I believe you were speeding and kindly cover your face before the beating ensues. Oh, own Matt Hussey wants to be more healthy, wants to get fit for 2024. Yeah. How many years has that been your resolution? Well, I've stayed relatively fit. I run. Relatively is the operative word here. Well, I can't lift anymore because I got tennis elbow. <laughs> oh, that's... Such a first, wah, wah, wah. such a first world injury. <laughs> I have tennis elbow, and it's your fault because of all the ping pong that we played. You are such an out of shape douche. You got tennis elbow playing ping pong. Yeah, it's pathetic. At work of all places, but you got to hand it to people who stick with their resolutions. Like this guy in Toronto, he set out at the beginning of the year last year to run as many marathons as he could. He ran 242 marathons in one year. One year. So we did, we did the math. 242 marathons. That means he ran a marathon 66% of the year. 
Yeah, and to break this record, he could have just ran it in the GTA area. He could have just ran, run around the street to break the record. But he just went around and traveled and just ran everywhere. He went to South America, Europe, Africa, Asia, and did his 42K. So he, he, he ran the marathons and showed off how rich he is. Basically. B yeah. Pretty much. So if you're rich and can travel, you can do anything. Yeah, you can get fit. And if you're poor and you can't travel... Enjoy those chips, Tubby. You ever get any one of your many nieces or nephews into music or anything? I know you're a musician, but you ever get them excited about music? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple that have the, the gene. The gene. And, yeah, I like to encourage them. The, the, I go support them at the their shows. The music gene, which is also the same as the poor gene. Yes. <laughs> this dude over in Guelph, really into space, and he made his own... A 3D printed telescope so that him and his niece, who's really into space, could look at the stars and learn about astronomy. You can 3D print a lens? You can 3D print organs, son. What? Like organs for your body. You oh. can 3D print anything. A uh. gun. Name a thing you can 3D print it, except a girlfriend. They haven't perfected that yet. A new nose? Yes. Wow. Yeah, anything, dude. Everything. It, it'll look stupid, but yes, you can do it. So now he's gone into 3D printing a whole bunch of telescopes. He gets these mirrors off Amazon, and he puts those in so that other people in his neighborhood can also enjoy space. So the whole neighborhood meets out on the curb and looks at space. It's true. They go to a local park, and they ah. look at the stars, and they observe together. That's cool. It's very cool. I've thought about spending some money on a nice telescope myself. Here on County, it gets nice and dark. You can see the stars really well here, and I'd be able to view the things that have eluded me for years. My neighbor's bedroom. Benefit to Huron County. I know there's a lot of wide space in this area, but we got a lot of conservation areas, a lot of trails, a lot of forest, nice bush, and apparently that's good for your mental health if you live near those things. Study from Washington State University says living near forest, trails, and water good for mental and physical health if you're an older adult. Well, of course, at any age, of course it's good for you. What do you, you mean, of course? There's benefits to living... In the city, for example, too, you're a you're near a lot of resources. Yeah. Things are more walkable. You can't necessarily walk to the grocery store in a lot of Huron County towns. You got to drive. We make it a practice of going out every day onto a trail or get outside into nature. But you happen to live right next to a trail. Yeah. Well, a lot of people in Godrich do. There's trails everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But God Godrich isn't the only town in Huron County. No, I know. Although and we like to think it's sometimes. There, Clinton has the Hollett Marsh, that whole area. There's trails everywhere. The whole Gart Trail. Oh, there's the Maitland Trail. It goes through a lot of Huron County. Are you just going to keep naming trails? Let's just name all the trails. Yeah. The Hollett McKillop Trail, Naftals Creek. Man, everybody's tuned out at this point. Good for your health. Although the study makes sense. When I want to unwind, I go to the Lake Huron shoreline. And I hang out before police tell me to leave and please stop drinking on the playground. <laughs> so Matt and I usually don't hang out on the weekends. So when we come in Monday morning, we're always catching up. And Matt Hussey was telling me what he was doing this weekend. Well, what were you doing? Video games. I was playing video games. I went to see my brother in the city. And you played more video games. Uh, yeah, I came home and played more video and games. And what did you do on Sunday? Played video games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Who's the loser here? You're the loser because you told me what you and your wife were doing. You roped Natalie into your nonsense. <laughs> Something they don't tell you about getting old is your parents also get old. So you're aging and your life's going on, but then you wake up one day and your parents have trouble getting up the stairs. It's kind of sad. 
That includes your coworkers too. One day you wake up and you come to your job at the radio station and you realize your coworker <laughs> is an 87-year-old man named Matt Hussey. <laughs> I always tell you what I was doing for the weekend. And uh, Hold on. Let, let's start with this morning. You were very excited because you're getting something new. New glasses because my eyes have gotten so bad. And I'm excited about them. And you were telling me that on a recent trip to take your son to the airport in Toronto, you had trouble reading the road signs at night. Yeah, we didn't realize that around here you don't read the signs because you know what the signs are. And we were trying to get him to the airport, and we couldn't read any of those overhead signs. And so my wife and I, we went and got our eyes checked way <laughs> off. We need new glasses. Uh-huh. And then I was telling you on Sunday morning... <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't read the signs, Natalie. Oh, we we almost got lost. If it wasn't for Google Maps. I was going to say GPS, homeboy. Yeah. Why are you reading any signs? Well, if it wasn't for that nice lady in the Google Maps talking to us, we would have lost our way. Did you just assume Google's gender? Yeah, it's a... Well, you can choose anything, can't you, for the voice? You don't have to cover your tracks. It's not a real person. So then I was telling you, and then on Sunday morning, we were watching Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> It's a great show. I love thrifting and the, the, the excitement of people who find things and then they realize they're worth something and you learn something. And you think this is an old person thing to watch Antiques Roadshow? Yes. Yes, I do. No, it's a good show. The way you just described it was very old. There's a lot of good stories on there. Yeah, you, people tell the story of how they got Elvis's autograph or whatever and then then they surprise them and say, this is worth 20000 and then you dream of owning something like that and being rich. You're rambling like an old person, too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know when the story should end, so you just keep on talking. Well, I think my weekend sounds more exciting than yours. I ate sushi and played video games. My weekend was awesome. Yeah. That's all I did all weekend. Yeah. I weigh 4,000 pounds now. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.